Have you ever wondered who is doing the research that will impact your future? The Research Podcast lets you meet those people and learn how the University of Kentucky is exploring and strengthening our understanding of the world through research and discovery. Here's Alicia Gregory, Director of Research Communications. When you think about cutting-edge energy research, you probably don't think about a flour mill. But that's exactly what's happening at Weisenberger Mill in Midway, Kentucky. Utilizing a variable-speed generator, a technology that's new to water power, Weisenberger Mill partnered with industry and the University of Kentucky. But before we get into that, we'll learn about the mill's history directly from owner Mac Weisenberger and his son, Philip. I'm Philip Weisenberger here at Weisenberger Mill. I'm the sixth generation out here, and I started working here when I was about 12. I'd come out here every summer break. Next thing you know, here I'm still here. Years later, it really is a family operation in all sense of ways. You know, we're uh, family by blood, but uh, family by doing this for so long, it becomes part of who you are. The mill was started in 1865 by my great-great-great-grandfather, who immigrated here from Baden, Germany, and then he purchased a mill right here in this very location. And then in 19... 10 or 12, his son tore that mill down because it developed a crack in the side and they ground up the stones to make the concrete to build this mill that's here today. It was built in 1913. So the mill's kind of been passed down from generation to generation and we still use a lot of the same equipment, do things essentially the same way, the way we grind our product and things like that. So in some ways, things haven't changed here much in 100 years. I'm Mike Weisenberger with Weisenberger Mill. Yes, it's been a family venture since 1865 and still is. And it's been pretty difficult, but we work every day at it and keep on doing what we do, what we do the best. In 1950, there was 5,000 mills in the United States, and, and now there's 500. I have five employees plus myself, and we all work together five, five and a half days a week and keep all the products going out the door. We manufacture flour and cornmeal. We take raw wheat, local grain, and wheat and corn within 100 miles of here, and we grind the wheat and make flour and grind corn and make cornmeal, and we use all non-GMO corn. Most of our business is food service customers, and we'll sell that and it goes to restaurants and schools and other institutions like that. But then there is retail lines that you can buy in grocery stores and well, you know, so the grits are really popular, all the baking mixes, but the, you know, the basic flour and cornmeal have always been a mainstay of what we do here. I guess we're a, a beneficiary of the local food movement in some ways. We've always been local and local food has become very popular and we're here we are, we're still making local foods. And so, but we try to always try to put out a quality product and that's our number one goal is, you know, put out a good product and then stand behind that product. I think that's really important. If there ever is an issue, you're there to, to fix that problem. And you know, our number one goal is to put out a quality product that uh, people enjoy. Food is one of those items that if you have a good experience, you want to have it again the next time. So having a consistent quality product is important. We've always had turbines here and that was built in with the mill in 1913. That's all they had to operate at that time is the water power. So the, the turbines were there and we ran the turbines up till the uh, mid to late 80s just on the line shaft, just belt to pulley, belt to pulley to help the electric motors at that time. We had the opportunity to 
put a generator to the turbine and the turbine turns the generator and makes electricity and we use the electricity to, to power the motors and stuff that turn the mill. And the nice thing about this one, it's variable speed and keeps, keeps it at, at maximum potential. And if we don't use the electricity, it goes into the grid and, I get, and we get credit for it when we do use it back. So it's, that's been a real plus for us. Dave has worked with us before in the past. Uh, you know, back when I was a young kid, he helped refurbish this generator here in the mid-1980s and came to us with this project to improve this generator and be a little test site. And to get UK involved to help us out was a great benefit for us to do that here. And it makes sense. I mean, you have water here that is totally clean energy that from when the mill was built, that's how it was powered. And to harness that water power to generate electricity to help us run operations here now, 150 years later, is a great opportunity and makes a lot of sense. The Weisenberger Mill received a Department of Energy grant to install the first variable speed generator in a hydroelectric plant in the U.S. We'll learn more about the generator from the man who installed it, Dave Brown Kinlock of Shaker Landing Hydro Associates. He worked with Jim Nethery, who analyzed the data, at UK's Center for Applied Energy Research. So I'm Dave Brown Kinlock, and I'm involved in developing small hydroelectric projects, renewable energy projects here in Kentucky. My company installed Kentucky's first small hydroelectric project in the late 1980s, right here at the Weisenberger Mill. And since then, we've done a number of other projects in Kentucky and some surrounding states. We received a Federal Department of Energy grant to install a variable speed generator. As far as we know, this is the first variable speed generator at a hydroelectric plant in the United States. This is a technology that was developed by the wind industry, and most wind turbines use this same technology. But it's never been tried by the hydro industry, and the Department of Energy was very interested in us trying it here a small scale, small demonstration scale, and we're intending to ramp this up to much larger plants that we're getting ready to build on the Kentucky River. So we had the Weisenberger Mill. We had my company, which is Shaker Landing Hydro Associates. We had Potencia Industrial, which is the company that made the new variable speed generating system that we installed. And then our other partner was Kentucky Utilities, and they were able to put in a metering system to take independent data, and that's where the Center for Applied Energy Research came in, because we wanted a particular organization that had the experience and research that could take the before and after data, process it, and come up with valid answers to the question of, is this more efficient? How much more efficient is it? They were valid results because of the researchers over there. The credibility is what the Center for Applied Energy Research really gave this project. And that way a conventional hydro plant works is you've got a dam and a dam backs up water and then you've got two pools of water, one at a high elevation and one at a low elevation. And what you're doing is you're giving a pathway for the water to get from the high point to the low point and it goes through a turbine. And the turbine is able to take out anywhere between 75 and 95% of the power out of the water. We can change the speed of the turbine 
and always keep it at an optimum level. So what we're doing is we're creating variable frequency AC power. We take it into the inverter, convert it into DC power. Then the inverter then converts it back to 60 cycle AC power, which goes into the electric grid. The experiment actually worked much better than we expected. We were expecting to get uh, 10 to 15% more power out of it, and we're actually getting 96% more power out of it. One of the reasons that we found out is that the old generator was operating at the wrong speed. It was running too fast. By slowing the generator down, we're able to get the turbine into a much more optimal efficiency range. And by doing that, we're able to get the power output up significantly, close to doubling the power output. The Weisenberger mill will be able to make all of the electricity that they need. We will be getting them to start using this 24 hours a day, and they should end up making two to three times more power than they can use right here in the mill. They could have never done that with the previous generator. The previous generator was just putting out a trickle of power. But the amazing thing about this technology is, is that we're using off-the-shelf components. We're using drives that are built to be used in factories and are being put in around the world in factories right now. So we're not having to have something special invented just for us. We can grab and fit it to what we're doing and basically we estimate that any hydroelectric plant that has varying differential could add these variable frequency drives and increase their output 10 to 15 percent. There are 75,000 existing dams in the United States. There's hydroelectric generators on 3 percent of them. 3 percent. And obviously the great sites have been taken, the really big ones. What's left? What's left is a lot of smaller sites like the Weisenberger Mill, like the sites we're getting ready to develop on the Kentucky River. It's the smaller sites that are available and being able to develop this technology, which will make small sites more economic, that is the key. Anything we can do to make small hydro more economic so it can be adapted onto these existing dams that are there for other reasons, there for navigation, flood control, water supply, that they have to be there for another reason, you might as well use it. Thank you for listening to The Research Podcast. To subscribe to our podcasts on SoundCloud or iTunes, search University of Kentucky Research Media and visit our site, reveal.uky.edu.